You are now tuned in to the Decoding Success Podcast, where we reveal game-changing habits, formulas, and routines from the world's most successful individuals to help you think and live larger. What is going on? You are tuned into the Decoding Success Podcast with your host, Matt Labrie. Today, we are joined by one of the most inspiring entrepreneurs of our time, and I am grateful for the opportunity to amplify his message. Joining us on the Decoding Success Podcast is Sam Bakhtiar. Sam is a doctor, CEO, author, world-class bodybuilder, and multi-millionaire entrepreneur. He runs a fitness franchising business, the Camp Transformation Center, with 110 plus locations and two different supplement and nutrition companies. With a bachelor's degree from Pennsylvania State University in sports science and life science and a doctorate from Los Angeles College of Chiropractic, Dr. Bakhtiar has helped over 100,000 people transform physically and mentally. He specializes in helping people People get to the top 1% in any and every aspect of their life. Dr. Bakhtiar applies his business acumen and coaching to the 1% club, helping others to become a 1%er by rising above. He is also the author of the popular books, The Total Body Transformation Secrets and Becoming a 1%er. Dr. Bakhtiar's passion for transformations began by transforming his own physique from a scrawny, awkward kid to a champion bodybuilder with 23 major body building titles, including Mr. Orange County, Mr. Pittsburgh, Mr. California, Emerald Cup, Tournament of Champions, as well as placing runner-up in Mr. USA. He has over 18 years of experience in coaching professional, collegiate, and recreational athletes from all sports. Today, he is a proud husband and father of two beautiful girls and a devoted family and businessman because success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And today, he is bringing his knowledge, experience, Experiences, values, and all of that here to the Decoding Success Podcast, which I am super excited for you to be tuned into. Ahead of that conversation, I want to shout out our partner, Audible, who is delivering all of our listeners today a free audiobook of their choice to claim yours with zero strings attached, no strings attached. Head over to audibletrial.com forward slash decoding success. And now without further ado, my man, Sam Bakhtiar. Dr. Sam, thank you so much for the opportunity to have you on the show and decode your success. Your journey has been inspiring to so many, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to have you on here. So thank you for joining us. Oh, my pleasure, Matt. Thank you so much for you know the, the honor, and it's a privilege to be here, man. Thank you so much for having me. A hundred percent. So first question straight off the bat, Sam, is how do you personally define success? For me, success, Matt, is being happy. At the end of the day, all everything that we do in life is about becoming happy. And for me, if you're happy, I don't care how much money you have or you don't have, if you're happy, you're already successful. I couldn't agree with you more. I think that's, you know, perfect, right? In my, my opinion, happiness, fulfillment, all things of that nature are, you know, monumental. And that's what I personally strive for daily. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. Now, my question to that is, how do you find yourself staying on track to achieve that happiness? And if you've ever fallen off track, which I'm sure you have, as most humans do, right? We're not going to be perfect all the time. How did you find yourself getting back on track? Well, yeah, man, I'm just like anyone else, man. I have fallen off a few times, you know, to answer your question uh, regarding, you know, re- you know, regarding happiness, I believe that you can't be fulfilled, you know, unless you're happy, you know what I mean? So, you know, um, you know, you know, you get, you got to first have to have fulfillment, 
You know, um, you know, a lot of people make a lot of money and they think money is going to, you know, make them happy. I was one of them, you know, and I got to, you know, I got to where I want. I got the cars, the mansions and everything that I ever wanted. And then I'm like, well, I'm not really happy. There's got to be more. There's got to be more. You know, now it's like, what can I what can I do to make a difference? What can I do to change the world? What can I do to leave my mark? And that's why you see people who are, you know, uh, so wealthy. They're just doing stuff just for fun to, to, to be able to contribute. Um, as far as, you know, you know, falling off the wagon, man, all of us have that, man. All of us have that. There's times that you have self-doubt. There's times that life knocks you down. There's times that, you know, no matter what you do, nothing's pounding out. I've been there, man. In 2008, when the economy hit, you know, my house was being foreclosed on. I was two years late on the payment. You know, um, my ex-wife was pregnant with our first child. And uh, it was it was tough. No matter what I did, I couldn't get, get us out, out the hole. And, um, you know, there's so many times that I just cried and just wanted to just, you know, just give up. But you know what? You know, giving up never is going to move you forward. You know, giving up is accepting defeat. And that's something that I always had a hard time ever since I was a little kid. Every time I lost a game, you know, whether it was sports or whether it was playing with my grandma, playing cards with my grandma, you know, I, I hated to lose. I actually, you know, I remember, you know, going to my room and crying because I lost. So, you know, you know, life is going to get you down. That's, you know, that's, it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. Nobody has undefeated, you know, going through life, you know, and just, I, I love, you know, the Rocky saying, it's not, it's not how hard you can get it, not how hard, not how hard you can hit, it's how hard you can get hit and moving forward. And when you study success, you see, you know, you know, when I, when I, when I study success, when I, you know, when I have people on my podcast and I'm interviewing the individuals and the only thing they have in common is they never give up. You know, they, they fell down and, and they kept back up. When you're a kid, you know, when you when you learn to walk, we all fall over a thousand times, probably more. Not one time did you say, you know what, man, mom, just pick me up. This walking thing ain't for me. I love that. I love that. And I definitely appreciate you sharing the, the money aspect of that on top of the perseverance, you know, everything that you've exemplified there. You know, when it comes to, you know, money not necessarily making you happy when you have the mansions and the cars and then you question yourself saying, hey, this, this isn't making me happy. And then you look for other routes. I think that's a message that a lot of people need to hear because personally at 26 years old right now, I've been guilty of that quite often. And that's probably why it took me seven years to graduate college. But regardless, I definitely appreciate you sharing that. Now, I, I want to transition a little, you've transformed the lives of countless amounts of individuals through your ventures and your books and your content and your podcasts and so on and so forth. But to do that, you had to transform yourself first, right? So what triggered your desire to transform on a physical level or a mental level financially and so on? You know, you know something, you know, every day that I wake up, you know, my biggest fear is if I wake up today and I was the same person yesterday, I'm deathly afraid of that. You know, I, you know, I believe that God has put us on this earth to make a dent on this earth and to, to leave our legacy. I mean, look, out of all the species in the world, who's at the top of the food chain? We are. We are, yeah. Right? Now, can we beat elephants or tigers or um, uh, can we beat elephants, tigers, or lions in a fight if we were if there, there was just them and us in, in a jungle? We will lose every time, you know, we, there's no, there's no way we, you know, so evolutionary, you know, you know, you know, if, if it was, if it was just, if it was just us and them, 
you know, we will lost, we, we will lose because they're so much stronger, faster, you know, they can kill us in, in a second. The reason we're on the top of the food chain is because we were able to outsmart them. We were able, able to say, how can I solve this problem? How can I make things better? How can I get better? How can I be able to get better to defeat this lion or tiger? I mean, they didn't invent the plane. They didn't invent the helicopter. They didn't invent everything that we have, electricity. We did. So if you are a human being and you're not using what God has intended for you to do, which means pro- progress and, pro- and progress your life, I believe that you're disrespecting your, your, your creator. So for me, it's not about anything. Money is one measure of success. It's not all of them, for sure not all of them, and it's sure not the only one, you know, but you have to get up and say, how can I get better in every aspect of life? I broke it down to, you know, six things, faith, family, fitness, finance, fun, and then only, and only then can you be happy and fulfilled. I love that. All the F's, man, all the F's. Now, how, how big of a role did faith play in your life? You know, you know, for people who are listening here, for me, faith is not just religion. Yep. You know, you know, I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not going to, you know, slam a Bible in front of you, whatever your, you know, your, your religion is. I respect you. I respect you and, 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 and I honor you. I believe faith is believing in something greater than yourself. Yep. And that you're, you're, that you put on this planet for something just greater than yourself. And, um, and you put, put on this planet to contribute to this planet, to advance this planet. And that's what I believe in. You know, I hardly believe in that. So whether you're a Muslim, whether you're a Christian, whether you're a Jew, you know, you know I don't care who you worship, but you have to believe that you, you, you're just not here as an organic ma- matter to be able to just be, go through life and decay and die later. I couldn't agree with you more. I think, I think we all are here for that bigger purpose, you know, and I definitely appreciate, you know, your viewpoint, your perspective on that word faith. I think that's really important for people to understand. Now, Sam, I want to transition just a bit, knowing where you came from, right? And for, for the people that are listening, you're, you know, your parents are divorced. You are an immigrant from Iran, if, if I'm not mistaken. Is that's that correct? Correct. Right? So you, you came from Iran. You were in a town in PA. Now, forgive me. I don't remember the name of the town. Sharon, <laughs> PA. Yep. Okay, cool. Now, if I remember correctly, you were working for $200 a month. Now, I just want to say that again, $200 a month at your family's convenience store where basically what I'm getting at here, now where you are, you're helping people transform their lives, right? You're, you're driving the cars that you dreamed of. If you had this infatuation, you love these cars. Yeah. And how does that make you feel when you look back and you, you see the transformation you've made in your life by never settling and continuously growing and not being the person that you were yesterday, like you were just mentioning? You know, Matt, it's, I still don't believe it. I still don't believe it. I mean, you know, every day I get up and I'm like, man, am I dreaming this? Is this really my house? Hey, did I really help this many people? What, what, what is going on? You know, you know, and to me, you know, it's, it's just so surreal. You know, and when I went back recently, because every year I go back and give a scholarship, give five scholarships to the graduates of Sharon High School. And, you know, you know, I meet up with my friends, you know, from back, you know, back in the day. And they all say, Sam, you haven't changed at all. You're the same person. We thought you'd be, you know, you know somebody different. I'm like, no, man, I'm same. You know, you know, you know, I'm the same dude. I'm, you know, obviously, like, you know, I do different things and all that kind of stuff. But I'm the same dude, you know. And, um, you know, I, I believe that money is either it's an accelerant. It doesn't define you, but it's an accelerant. It's going to make you who you are faster. 
Now, let me ask you on the topic of money, did you ever feel the temptation to cheat? And what I mean by that is you're, you're working at this convenience store in proximity of, let's just say, prostitutes or drug dealers or whatever the case was. Did you ever feel the temptation to acquire money faster as opposed to just working for $200 a month? Like, was, was there ever that temptation? You know, the temptations are always there. The temptation was always there, especially, you know, you know, in the, in, in the town that we were at, you know, drug dealing was, you know, you're, if you're a drug dealer, you're, you, they, you got respect and it's glamorized. Not, it's not just about the money now, it's about the respect, you know, but I knew, I knew that, look, my, my play wasn't that. My play was to get an education and to do what I love to do, you know, and, you know, I always liked working, you know, I, you know, here, here's what I always talk, talk to people about. The most important to have in your life, the most important thing you want in life is, 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 is two things. You know, being able to go at night, put your, put your head on the sleep and feel good about who you are and what you did that day. And two, peace of mind. I mean, look, if you're, if you're El Chapo and you got a billion dollars, but you really can't go anywhere and you're always afraid you're going to get shot or police is going to come after you, what, what freedom is that? For me, making money is not about making money. It's about having freedom. Yeah. Right? It's about, about having freedom to do what I want to do when I want to do it with who I want to do it. So if I'm making money, but I'm actually having less freedom, then that's, that's kind of intuitive. That's an oxymoron. A hundred percent. I definitely respect that you were able to focus on, you know, the larger picture, right? The education and, you know, not be tempted by that. So, you know, I give you a lot of credit, man. That's definitely admirable. Now, let me ask you, where, where did your passion for health and fitness and so on come about from all of this? Well, it's funny, man. You know, when I came to the United States, as you probably, you know, you know, read before, you know, I was 11 years old. Um, you know, we come to Sharon, Pennsylvania, you know, I come to seventh grade high school, you know, you know, seventh grade middle school to try to enroll. Um, and, you know, they, I went to the guidance counselor. I said, I want to play football. And they're like, football. I'm like, no, no, that's not football. This is the foot and this is the ball. And they said, no, that's called soccer. We don't have it. We have football, American football, baseball, and basketball. You know, I didn't know anything about American football or baseball. I just knew about basketball. So I tried out for the basketball team, even though I never played before. And of course, I didn't make the team. You know, I got ridiculed. I got made fun of. You know, I got called every name in the book. I thought, you know, you know, my mom, I, I went, I went to, to my mom and I said, Mom, I, went, I don't like this country. Let's leave. This country is not for me. I don't have friends. People make fun of me. You know, I don't know the sports. And my mom said, you know what? That's not, you know, that's not an option. What you're going to do is after school, go to go to boys club, practice uh, basketball until you get better. We're going to try next year. Well, that was the plan until I saw the weight room in the boys club and I started working out and I started seeing how my body transformed, but not only how my body transformed, it's how my mind transformed, how I was able to overcome soreness, how I was able to come overcome adversity, how I started feeling better about myself, how I started pushing more and then my whole mindset changed. And I wholeheartedly believe that that was the beginning of my mindset. Yeah, I love that. Now, you kind of beat me to my next question. I was going to ask you what made you want to stay consistent with fitness, regardless of that adversity that you were facing? Was it solely the transformation you were seeing on a physical and mental level that made you want to stay consistent? I saw it on a physical level. I saw it on a mental level. I just saw my whole life change for the better. You know, I saw how, how much better I looked, how much better I felt, you know, and I knew that this is what I want to do the rest of my life. I literally, from then on, became infatuated. I bought every magazine. I bought every supplement. I got every nutrition books. 
And I just, you know, I'm still, I still geek out on that. If you come to my house, man, I have a huge library. Half of them is all nutritional books and the other half is business and self-development books. You know, I nerd out on these things, man. You know, every single time you, you know, we talk, you know, I'm, 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 I'm trying something new. I'm, I'm, I'm trying a new diet program now, trying a new supplement. I'm always trying to figure out how to hack the body to become faster, stronger, leaner, you know, and, and, and that's when I knew that, you know what, I can work all day. It doesn't feel like work because I love what I'm doing. Yeah, that's exactly why you're a master of your craft because you continuously seek those, you know, ways to continuously get better. I respect it. What would be your advice to that younger Sam, knowing what you know now? You know, if I was younger, my advice to my younger self will be, number one, you know, watch your proximity. Watch who you hang around with. You know, I, I wasn't, if I had someone like me mentor me when I was little, I would probably be a billionaire, not a millionaire. So I have a, I have a you know, bunch of young guys, my, my staff, my videographers and photographers and all around me. And I tell them, man, you guys are in such a blessed position. I wish I had a dad or I wish I had a mentor like this when I was your age. You know, you guys are so much further ahead of me than I was when I was your age. So, you know, proximity is huge. Number two, I would say delay gratification. You know, delay gratification, learn to give up something that you want now for something greater later. I believe that's the number one key to success. People cannot delay gratification. That's why so many people retire at the age of 65 or less than $1,000 and they look back in their life and they really never got anywhere because you know, you know, they want to save money, but yet they want to buy the new Nike. They, they want to save money or they want to buy the new iPhone. You know, they want the immediate gratification now and they don't care about what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. And, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head for me with the whole proximity is power thing. I, I actually just put out an episode on that recently. And, you know, I, I, I had an example of that in my life for the past three years. I worked with Damon John of Shark Tank and just the amount of steps that I didn't skip, but I was propelled to new heights because of proximity. So if anyone listening right now, listen, they're hearing it from you, Sam. They're hearing it from me. I appreciate you sharing that because that one really hits home. It resonates with me. Now, I want to fast forward just a little bit to Dr. Sam, right? With over 100 camp transformation centers, how did number one come about? Well, to me, number one is all about being different, accepting that, you know what, you're different accepting that, you know, you don't have to be the popular choice. Look, you know, the popular choice is the wrong choice. Yep. What everybody else is doing. Hey, if you want to be like everybody else, then do what everybody else does, you know? And if you look around, you know, you know, I hate to say it. Most people are out of shape, overweight and broke, you know? It's the truth. I, yeah, it's the truth. It's the truth. You know, you know, I, you know, you know, and, and I'm, I'm just, you know, keeping it real. You know, if, if that's what you want to do, then do what everybody else do. Don't, don't delay gratification. Go out and eat whatever you want. You know, don't, don't watch your diet. Don't exercise. Don't save money. You know, don't, don't read books. Don't do none of that. You know, just go, just go watch TV and, you know, and eat whatever you want and just lay on the couch. And if that what makes you happy, then I'm happy for you. But if you're somebody who wants to, is motivated by not just money, but by, by, by progression, by progressing, and that's not going to be the life that you need, you want to do. That's not what you want. So you got to go against the green. Warren Buffett says, look, you know, look what everybody else is doing. Do the opposite. That's how you become successful. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Now, let me ask you, what was the motivation to grow and scale the Camp Trans uh, Transformation Centers the way you did? You know, what, what was it that made you never settle to the point where now you have 100 plus locations? You know, uh, 
again, you know, it's, it's progression. Yeah. It's progression. You know, it's not about anything else, man. He's like, you know, why would I want to, why would I want to stop? I mean, if you, you know, if you lift weights, you know, you get to a point that you say, okay, your max is 225. Don't you want to go to see if you can do one day, if you can do 235 or 250? You do. Sure. You kind of want to push yourself a little bit. Why would, why would anyone settle for anything? Why would you, why would you want to say, oh, well, uh, you know, why would I want to talk to you next year and say, well, you, we're at 114 locations today. Next year, how many locations? 114. That means, that means what, I didn't do anything for a year. I didn't progress. I didn't move forward. For someone that's actually not seeing the progression, right? So let's just say, you know, they, they have that goal and they're not seeing them inch towards it or, or gain any ground on that goal. What would be your advice? Is it simply as, you know, reconstruct the goal and break it down and pivot or, or whatever the case is? You know, what advice would you give someone that's struggling to see the progression you're talking about? Well, I have, I have actually like three points for that. You know, if you're struggling to see the progression, either your approach is wrong, you know, you're not doing the right things. If, if that's the case then I would say, you know, re- reassess, readjust, or hire a mentor who is doing what you want to do and say, hey, mentor, you know, what am I doing wrong? What, how can I get to your level? You know, you know I, I hit a stumbling roadblock. There's no, re- there's no reason for reinventing the wheel. Somebody out there is doing what you want to do already. Befriend them. You know, pay for their mentorship. So this way you're not stuck. Last thing you want to do is get stuck, 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 stuck. Number two is a lot of people, this is what I say a lot of people, is that they want to hit a home run. They're stuck after a month or so and they're all, oh, I want to quit. This ain't working. They want to hit a home run. The key to success is consistency. Yep. You know, day in, day out, do what you need to do, even though something doesn't feel like something's happening. I mean, hey, look, if you go to the gym for the first time today, you can work out three hours. Are you going to see anything tomorrow? You're not going to see any difference tomorrow. You know, but in the same in the same thing, if you go to a McDonald's right now and ate two, you know, two Big Macs, large fries and, a, you know, Coke and, and an apple pie, are you going to gain 10 pounds tomorrow? No, you're not. So compounding over time, this stuff is either becomes, you know, you know, makes you successful or becomes a disaster. So a lot of people can't understand that they want they want a home run. They want to swing one time, hit a home run. And if they don't if they don't hit it, they're like, oh, my God, you know, let me do something else. It's not working. So make sure you had enough consistency put in, you know, hire a mentor, you know, and, um, and again, you know, you got to constantly reassess. And what I see a lot of people do wrong these days is they get shiny object syndrome. They're working on something, but yet they're working on something else or, 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 or they get distracted. Something else comes up something else comes up. You know, if you want to be successful, you have to have a singular focus on just one thing at a time and go all in. Yeah, you're not the first person to say that on the show. Now, bring me through that last point a little bit because this this is my thing and I'm going to ask a a selfish question here, Sam. I have my own business. I own a branding agency called 1B Branding. I have this podcast called Decoding Success and I do speaking across the country. Now, those three things essentially are all focused on one purpose, which is to impact lives in a positive manner. I, I talk about it all the time. I say that my goal is to positively impact the lives of 1 billion people. Now, those are essentially three different projects, right? And of course, I think that all three can be better, but I'm working towards that daily to grow them, right? So are you saying that you should only really focus on one of them? Or, you know, if you could break that down, that no, would be helpful. No, it's singular focus. Okay. It's singular focus, right? You know, everything that you're doing has a singular focus. It's not three different things you're doing. 
you're yeah. doing on impact, right? And you know, and everything that you're doing is letting people know what you do to make a living. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely, yeah, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate that clarity. Listen, th- having a podcast, man, it's one of the best opportunities to learn, you know, so whenever I can, I ask those questions, man. I oh, definitely yeah. I, you know, it's, it's free coaching for me. Exactly, exactly. I love it. Now, Sam, I want to respect your time. There's two questions I always end this show with. The first question is, what was a piece of advice that you were given that you didn't want to hear, but it proved to be true over time? Oh, man, you know, a couple of pieces of advice. You know, one, I would say, um, business-wise, is work on your business, not in your business. You know, that was, that. That, that was, that was huge for me as far as business-wise was concerned. Number two, you know, you know um, said, look, if you're going to marry somebody, first look at their family and see if that, if that the foundation. And that, I ignored that and it cost me $3 million. Wow. That's a lot of money, man. That's a lot of money. So I definitely appreciate that. Um, second question, if someone came up to you right now on the street, Sam, you're about to catch a flight, someone sees you, they recognize you, they come up to you seeking a piece of advice to achieve their definition of success. What advice would you give them? Well, I first got to know what definition, of, what, what is their definition of success, what they want to do. You know what I mean? Sure. You know, I mean, I, I, I got to be a little more clear on what they want to do. I, I just don't give advice just to say, just to get somebody off. I really want to be able to help these this people. So I would first get a little clarity on what they define success as, right? You know, you know, and if, if, if I can help them, you know, based on that, I, then, I, then I'll give them. But, you know, success to everybody is, so, is such a different term. Most people say success is, all, you know, automatically what we think is about, okay, money. But it's not for everybody. Yep. For most people that, you know, if they haven't make it, they haven't made it like me when I, when I, when I, when I didn't make it, when I was up and coming and I didn't know how, to, how I was going to be able to pay my rent or pay my mortgage or, you know, I was struggling to pay the bills. I couldn't think about, you know, fulfillment or anything else like that. For me, success was all about money, trying to, trying to get money, trying to get, you know, everything that I ever wanted. But once I got it, you know, success, you know, took a whole new term. Yeah, it evolves, you know, it definitely evolves. And I definitely appreciate you sharing that because I I see it in my personal life and I'm sure people listening to this see it in theirs, you know, that definition of success is continuously growing as we continue to grow. So Sam, listen, I appreciate you hopping on here. Let me ask this. People are going to want to keep up with you after this. Where can they find you on social websites, podcasts, any other projects you have going on? Well, man, you know, I'm, you know, right now I'm focused on growing our camps, you know, our, our, our gym franchise. I'm focused on, 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 um, growing our, um, online supplement company, 1% nutrition, you know, and obviously, you know, the podcast is, you know, you know, 1%, the 1% podcast. And if anyone wants to know more about me is my Instagram handle is at Sam back S-A-M-B-A-K-H-T-I-A-R. I love it. Sam, thank you so much. I appreciate all the value you added. And I know for a fact, everyone that tuned in, same thing for them. So thank you again. Thank you, man. I appreciate you having me. And there you have it from my guy, Sam Bakhtiar. Make sure you connect with Sam on social. Keep up with his podcast. It's one of my favorites because he features amazing guests and they have such insightful conversations. Check out his books and become a one percenter. I'm grateful for Sam hopping on here and adding a ton of value, especially when we started to discuss the fear of waking up the same person as you were yesterday. I really want you to think about that. All too often, we get in those grooves of comfort. We don't care for progress we are content and no growth ever takes place in an area of being content. But I also want to mention another thing to fear is 
the complete opposite of progression, right? And I actually talked about it in an episode called The Biggest Misconception About Growth. I said that taking steps back is good if they're gonna propel you forward, but that's not what I mean here. What I'm talking about here is when you see yourself moving backward and you're not doing anything about it, and it's not in a good way. Taking steps back could be good if they're calculated and if you know they're gonna propel you forward. So I want you to understand that there's two things to fear. It's being the same person you were yesterday and actually becoming worse or, uh, it's a really bad word to use, worse is a bad word to use, but you get what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure you understand the picture. And talking about that was a great reminder to seek ways to continuously grow and improve. So I'm definitely grateful for that. And even more grateful for the fact that I'm able to share Sam's insights, Sam's values, Sam's experiences and all of that with all of you that are tuned into this episode right now and you want to know what actually another thing now that I'm thinking about it another thing to add to this is the aspect of delayed gratification that Sam spoke about we're living in a society where we expect rewards for our work instantly literally at the snap of a finger I'm over here snapping my fingers and I'm more so speaking on the younger generation such as my own the millennial right we do something and we expect a reward and I'm I'm not trying to categorize every millennial for this, but at the same time, I see it with the younger generations all of the time. It's how we were programmed almost. It's how we were raised. When you become less dependent on the reward or the gift or whatever you want to call it and can still give max effort toward whatever it is you're working on, you're on track for a major, major long-term win. Now, I would love to know what part of this conversation with Sam stood out to you the most. So hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on the gram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, email me, Let's talk about it. I would love to have conversation around this episode. You know where to find me at M-A-T-T underscore L-E-B-R-I-S. And listen, if you share this episode, I would love to shout you out for doing so. So tag Sam, tag myself, share it on your story, share it on the gram, Twitter, wherever. Tag me and I would love to repost. Until next time, everyone, be blessed. Peace.